This episode is brought to you by Patreon, specifically the Comic Pop Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comic pop and find out more about how you can keep the lights on here at Comic Pop. And don't worry, we've got plenty of fun rewards, including early access to videos and weekly updates about what's happening here at the studio. That's patreon.com slash comic pop. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. Mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade of law. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange. I'm Sal. And I'm Joel. Well, look at that. It's Joel. It's the show. We're back. Uh, we, we needed to take a break, uh, mostly I, and only because like I needed to retool and clean up and stuff like that. But otherwise, uh, I'm very happy to say we're back to the show. Uh, the show is live. Welcome to it. Uh, if you are mm-hmm. new to the show, we welcome you. We're very lucky to have you. Thank you so much. If you wanted to help us out in any way, you could always use Super Chats, make a question or comment. We'll read it here on the show. Weave it in organically if we can. Um, I'm working out the format a little bit more, testing out some ideas. If you hadn't caught the last episode, we kind of technically brought back Elseworlds. It was one of those uh, pre-recorded special guest-type episodes where uh, Dan from Toy Galaxy and I chatted about uh, our attempts at creating and where that led us and uh, and, and how that might be able to help you. So mm-hmm. check that out if you have a chance. Uh, Joel, how have you been, man? Oh, no, surviving, scratching and surviving. What else <laughs> can we really do? There's not much else going on at the moment. No, I hear you. Yeah, no, there's nothing. Every, every time anybody asks me what, what I'm up to, I'm like, same as before. <laughs> the hell you think I'm doing? <laughs> yeah, I feel like we should have gotten used to this after a year of me telling you the same thing. <laughs> If anything, I think it's actually gotten worse. I don't know why that is. That like it's like maybe because it's March again. It's like we've done a full year of this. Yep. And I, and it's not like I've been holed up in my house the whole time. Mm. Obviously, I've gone places. I've done stuff with social distancing, mm. protection, hand washing, all that stuff in place. Of course, with the vaccine uh, getting more and more readily available to all of us. Less so for you as a Canadian. Uh, wow. I apologize, uh, you know, on behalf of the world for your, <laughs> you know, inability to get it uh, as quickly or as readily. Um, you know, maybe you might want to just come over here. <laughs> I know, right? I thought about that. I'm like, man, is it going to get to that point where it's like, hey, Sal, where's a good place to stay in Jersey? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm coming on down for the weekend. I got to tell you, man, I'm not much better. My, uh, I'm, I'm very thankful that my wife uh, is working in education, so she has had access to it. Uh, nice. First round's done. Second round's coming up in another couple good, of weeks. Good. Um, I am in group. Everybody else. Same. So nothing. There's there's no date. There's no setup. I have been able to register. That's good. I see. I haven't even gotten that far yet because the Canadian government's like, uh, you know, maybe wait, maybe wait till the summer. Everybody else, we don't, <laughs> we don't know. And because I live in a condo with primarily old people, they've all gotten their first and second shots <laughs> yet. I shit you not. Yesterday, uh, right under my window, right here where we do the show, yeah. uh, a bunch of the old people were sitting outside and they were drinking wine, oh, yeah. and laughing and having celebrating. A- oh yeah, I I felt like Bart from that episode of Simpsons when he broke his leg and couldn't go out to the pool all summer mm-hmm. like i was that guy just looking out like goddamn old people youth is wasted all the old i guess <laughs> well I, they've earned it i guess i guess but uh i'm very excited today uh we're gonna be talking about movie franchises yeah. that comics can save it's funny mm-hmm. how everybody always says like maybe the movie industry can save comic books or maybe this or that and the other thing can save comic books well i got news for you comics can save your tired ass franchise it's true 
There's a ton of them. And listen, this isn't a new idea. This isn't no. something that comics are just starting to do or we sh we're suggesting for the first time. Comics have been there for, oh, yeah. for dead, dying, or underutilized movie franchises from the get-go. And when I say mm. get-go, I mean like from like before you were born, viewer. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I know, I, I vividly recall uh, seeing Predator 2 for the first time as a kid and seeing the wall of skulls mm. and seeing the xenomorph skull and going, yeah, not, not even thinking, oh my God, I know a lot of people who were fans were like, what? And I'm like, right, because I knew about the AVP book because yeah. I knew the Dark Horse had the license for both Alien and Predator. So I'm like, I mean, it makes sense. It's about time. And then I had to wait another 20 years for them to make a really bad one. And then another even worse one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but movies or movies have always had to catch up when it comes to comic books using the visual medium to show you something mm. completely awesome with your most beloved characters. Definitely. And I mean, now is the perfect time to talk about it too. That alien book comes out today. Tomorrow. Oh, to oh yeah, that's right. I forgot because it's all I'm, I'm all turned around if you can't tell. And then we also and then, of course, you know, we have the continued success of the Marvel Conan partnership and what is going to be the Marvel Ultraman partnership, which yes. this is this is new waters. This is new ground to hear someone like Jim Zub explain it, where it's like, yeah, Marvel makes the books, but the Conan people have the right of first refusal and they got to vet everything we do. And so long as they keep liking what we're doing, we get to keep doing it. And yeah. Conan gets to keep being part of the universe. And it's a great opportunity for Zub specifically, who is the ongoing writer for the Conan yeah. series, because a Zub has a lot of experience with not mm -hmm. only Wizards of the Coast, but also with the Hyborian Age and Chimerian everything. Uh, but it secures his position as a Conan writer because lest they hand the reins of Conan to someone who might upset the Conan people. Yeah. You know, uh, Aaron did a wonderful job with that series, mm -hmm. though. Uh, so it's really kind of cool. You got you got this very different book from Aaron where it's just like, this is epic as F. And then you got Zub who's like, and here are the novels. Like, here are yep. new novels of Conan. It's and pretty it's sweet. Cool. It's very pulpy. I love it. I like um, it, too. I, I had a cab uh, driver actually a couple weeks ago. It was like, oh, you work in the comic industry. Huh? You know, I have a bunch of old Conan books that I got back in the day. Man, I wish they did more of that. I'm like, man, let me let me tell you. Let me tell you, man. Yeah. Good <laughs> news, buddy. New Conan. <laughs> and I blew his mind. He was an older. It's like, really? There's new Conan? Really? And Marvel? Like, yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Conan never left publishing. Uh, no. It was after Marvel lost the license. I mean, like. I think it was Dark Horse had it yes, for a it while, and they were just rolling with Conan. They were. Uh, and DC, of course, is no stranger. That's why there's a Wonder Woman Conan book out there. Yes, yes, there uh, is. Which I've read 50% of, and I'm like, this is, this is cool, I guess. We'll see where it goes. I like um, that it exists. Exactly, exactly. Uh, it's a it's a retconned, out-of-continuity Marvel-DC crossover, technically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, arguably. Huh? Holy shit. But yeah, we're not just going to talk about Conan the whole time. But I will say that like, for people who have uh, seen conan and loved those movies you know you didn't have to wait until jason momoa could sink the franchise you mm -hmm. could have been reading conan's adventures for years decades yeah. and comics right there for you um not not begrudging momoa by the way i thought he was an excellent conan he tried uh, that movie was just not great 
Bring it back as a TV show. Come on. Yeah. In the age of streaming, come on. It's primed for it. Dude, if uh, if Korgoth is any indication, you can make an amazing animated series of Conan. Uh, not to mention the, like, I think three, two or three Conan cartoon series that already exist. <laughs> That's true. They have. But uh, but what are some franchises for you? What are some movies that you're like, oh, my God, this is this is some, this is a no brainer. This is something comics can really yeah. fix. Well, you know, on a similar bent here, and again, this isn't something so much that they could save, but it's something that, like, why aren't there more of these? Mm -hmm. And uh, we kind of got them a little bit, but they were only a very short, limited run. And, of course, what I'm talking about here is the Mad Max franchise. Why oh. Why aren't there millions of Mad Max comics? Is it because Mad Max is, like, you know, so primal and so, like, everybody steals from it anyway? Right. <laughs> That they might as well just do their own book and not call it Mad Max. And they do, and I think that's the thing. But if you remember uh, when Fury Road came out, they actually did come out with a series of Mad Max comics that tied into the movie. And I'm like, these are great. And they give great information that helps flesh out the world of the movie. I would really like to keep reading the adventures of Mad Max every week because it's so simple. He's one of those perfect characters. He rolls into town, meets some weirdos, gets into an adventure, and leaves. Much like Conan, he's very pulpy. Yeah, very episodic. You know who published that book, too? The Long uh, Lost Vertigo. Oh, yeah. Vertigo made that book, which is also really weird. Where it's like, Very. Wait a minute. Wouldn't Image or IDW or Boom put out a licensed book like that? But no, Vertigo. I yeah, I guess it's because Vertigo, Warner Brothers, I guess they have the rights to it in comic book form, I suppose. They never sold that off. Yeah, then where the hell are the Black Label Mad Max books? Man, uh, again, on. imagine the writers you could put on that. A Jason Aaron, a Garth Ennis, a Donny Cates. You mean to tell me that they don't have some kick-ass Mad Max pitches in them? I, you know, what's funny with, uh, with respect to people like Donny Cates, I imagine that they're like, yeah, I do, and I'm going to call it um angry angry mark and <laughs> it's gonna be my own movie franchise that i own and like wholesale and not have to worry about because that's the world we live in where it's like yeah you could do a franchise but why don't i create my own franchise pocket the money wait for any of the desperately thirsty streaming mm -hmm. services to just license me <laughs> why play in your sandbox when i could have my own sandbox exactly one franchise that i uh that has existed in comics practically since the beginning or at the very least since the early 90s that i i think has done a better job than any of the movies since 1991 is terminator terminator Maybe is one of those read. things right like terminator is one of those things where every time they put out a movie i'm like okay can't be worse than the last one and then it always is <laughs> diminishing returns all over actually i did like dark fate i did actually like that last one that's probably the best one they've done in a bit even if they're just like hey let's take the best stuff from the first two and just kind of remix and remaster that dark fate did its job and i appreciated the things that were done for the most part mm. but ultimately at the end of the day you know it took me a couple of weeks but i realized like i hated it Really? Like, I, it's just never, they've never done what I want to see with this franchise. Or they've never taken it in a direction where I actually think this franchise deserves to be taken. Or right. think that it has the legs to get there. Uh, it's just It just kills me every time. And I've mm -hmm. read a couple of Terminator books. And what's funny is those who licensed the Terminator comic book lately, and when I say lately, I mean for the last 10 years or so, mm -hmm. have squandered it. There they hasn't really been have. a there hasn't been a Terminator comic book worth a damn 
in a long time. And it feels and, wrong, doesn't it? In a world filled with so much technology and Black Mirror science fiction. Yeah. You mean you got nothing for the Terminators? Right, nothing? right. I mean, and I know you do. And it's just, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just like, I it can never be good enough. It's It can't, no, no. Don't make it good. Make sure that people forget, like, bury this shit. I don't know. It's really weird. But uh, Terminator is one of those things. Like, just, just, just fix it. Put out some series. I would love it if they did. Like, we're we're getting the Alien and the Predator series, solo series, yeah. And and Marvel. I'm not saying Marvel by Terminator. I'm just saying like, I'd love to see an ongoing Terminator book. Agreed. In fact, you could do several different Terminator books. You could have the Terminator of the Dark Future, where you only tell stories during the war between man and machines. You could do what I want to do. And in fact, I wrote this on my list. Go back to the Sarah Connor Chronicles timeline and tell more adventures of young John. Because, again, that show was way better than it had any right to be. Yes. And I'm oh, and I'm so kind of bummed that it never got to continue. Because, again, that's a freaking comic series right yeah. there. Hero yeah. of the Future, his robot girlfriend, adopted sister buddy, and Lena Headey, their mother, getting into adventures every week. Again, you could plop that in the Marvel Universe and be like, yep, yep, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, they could. You could just do a book called the Sarah Connor Chronicles and just, uh, really just make that a series. It, it, it drives me crazy because it's just I've given up all hope of them making a good Terminator sequel. It's mm-hmm. just over. And it's like, OK. And I know what it is. It's just there's too many people. You know, Terminator is kind of a singular vision. Really right. Is. Like Jim Cameron steals, borrows and whatever to make <laughs> his Terminator movies. And but but tells that story. And he's like, these are the two stories. Like, these are the two. And. It's it, because he's such an egotistical lunatic. Like it, it is his vision. Like there's no yes. question that like the Jim Cameron Terminator movies are his. And sure are. The problem with Terminator is once it leaves Cameron and it goes into a studio and it becomes a franchise, mm. too many goddamn opinions, too many directions, and that's the problem. Is Terminator needs a singular vision and fewer cooks in the kitchen and with a comic book series while it does take a village to make a comic book yes it uh, does one writer one artist make the book you have an editor who just directs the book and the direction needs to go that's it i would say terminator also suffers from a fair amount of nostalgia poisoning that is no we always need to go back to arnold we always need to go back to the quotes and to everything Mm -hmm. you remember it's like or you could do new stuff you can do new things. It's a cool concept. There's lots of places. Again, why I like Sarah Connor Chronicles, because yeah. it did new shit with the concept. Yeah. And I'm sure it's just because they couldn't use Arnold, but like it it gave them adversity from which to build. And it's yes. like, that's the best. Um, have, have they <clears throat> done Avatar comics? I'm sure they've done Avatar comics as we sit and talk about James Cameron franchises. Oh, the uh, the cat people? Yeah, the Navis. <laughs> I don't think so. I... I I honestly, I don't remember seeing one, but actually, now that I do a quick look, it looks like Dark Horse got the license for of James course. Cameron's Avatar. So yes, there was a comic book. Okay, I, I again, I don't, I don't personally feel that the world of Avatar is as deep or interesting that as it James can, Cameron does, <laughs> as James Cameron clearly does, that it can hold up a whole comic thing. But I mean. I guess some people like, I mean, again, completely off topic, but I mean, Avatar was popular because it's a ride. You can't yep. capture that in a comic form. Yep. Nope. Uh, you can depict the the dips and dives and action sequences mm. that Avatar needs to be relevant, but it was an experience. The, the Avatar would not have done as well if there wasn't a gimmicky technological yeah. thing 
attached to it, which was the, the immersive 3D. But if we make a gimmicky comic, what if the comic is 3D, Sal? See, now, that? where was that? They didn't do that. I think that's really uh, opportunity. That's odd. Odd when there was an opportunity to do that. Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 I don't believe Avatar is deep or interesting enough no. to warrant sequels. But if you were to hand it over to somebody else or, or let Cameron direct whatever these other writers are doing with it, you could flesh it out and a comic book actually might be a better place for it, it because you can, you can get into those nicks and crannies. You could visit like very small pockets of characters that, you yeah. know, in a $200 million movie, I, I'm not going to go freaking see that. You I'm not going to watch this boring meandering thing. And it's too expensive to make it into a series. It is. You could also maybe play with the moral ambiguity in a way that the movie never did. And I felt they should, they did uh, like a chintzy cheapo, animated movie that totally only got greenlit to coincide with avatar it was called battle for terra which was basically the exact same plot humans on a dying ship come to an alien world try and take over here's the twist though actually uh the aliens because they are these you know more evolved people and everything they're like you know what we're actually gonna let you stay humans even though you suck and we're gonna actually <laughs> work this out and everything in fact hey the peaceful aliens when the humans come they bring up their old weapons of war out on the ground Ooh, because we're not actually as peaceful and as evolved as we made it seem we actually had a whole dark history with war and will kill to defend ourselves like oh my god is this cheapo chintzy ripoff movie actually more interesting and morally <laughs> complex than the big budget blockbuster by camera yes easily no question of course <laughs> well it blows me away it's not a great looking movie battle for terror but check it out if you just want to see like an alternate take on avatar okay uh really quick i just wanted to address some of our super chatters who have been mm. kind enough to support us uh patrick lawson who says uh money for the guest really hope it's joel and for comic pop and sell thank you very much it is patrick <laughs> hope you're very excited about that i know i am um King's Portal, thanks for being my comic brothers. It means oh. a lot. No problem, man. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Too. Thank you for your support. We really appreciate it, man. Um, let's see where we are. I know I uh, I had it like scrolled up, which allowed me to get a couple of these. Okay, I'm good. Uh, Speed Vescu. With Don Cos Coscarelli's too ambitious idea and, and Angus Scrim's death, maybe a Phantasm comic series could finally mm. give the glorious, satisfying ending. Yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, series like that. Again, has there been other Phantasm comics? I feel there has to be, right? Because it's like one like, of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it's so. been around for so long. But yeah, I I agree. Uh, and that's what we're talking about, man. We're talking like that's that's the dream is concepts that normally wouldn't exist without its creators' like mm. feverent passion for it getting second life uh and you you see it in movies sometimes you know but even then it's it's got to be justifiably you know commercial it's got to right. sell in some way um yeah comics are super cool too because they can actually elevate material in ways too that you might not expect the kyle higgins and continually ongoing power rangers series where oh. it's like hey what if we just make this as good as you remember it being <laughs> as a kid would you like that and i'm like i would like that very much please can i have more of it they're like you sure can yeah somehow making power rangers deeper than it ever was yes like making it and like you said like making it rem making it like you remember it like you remember it being 
cool. And it's drama mm. and it being cool and epic and looking awesome. And you're looking at it again. You're like, no. Oh my uh, God. These people couldn't act. Oh my God. They, you, this thing is kept together with duct tape from the Japanese version. Holy yes. Shit. Yes. But the comic book elevates it. Like you said, it gives it, it that, that oomph and it allows the franchise to grow with the audience in a way Absolutely. where, you know, like it, it removes you from the experience when, uh, when, and if any studio succeeds in in giving you the resurrected franchise and going like but so and so didn't want to come back so we got to replace them and so and so's dead so we got to replace them i'm thinking about like the the twin peaks revival season yeah yeah. very interesting and it it is through and through david uh lynch's vision but uh you know there's so many people who died right after making that show and it's like if you hadn't waited so long maybe all of them could have a, a been in it and b not been a million years old Tell uh, me about it. Or, or people who retired from acting just deliberately not being in the, in, that. In, in, in the in the uh in the movie or show oh and it's man like, i could really go for a brie sandwich right about now that we're talking about twin peaks <laughs> I'll bring the coffee. You get the donuts. Uh, <laughs> Eat it from the side like a weirdo, <laughs> like a complete lunatic. Thank you, yeah. man. Uh, but what? Uh, but yeah, man. But hey, why not a Twin Peaks comic book series? You know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. That seems like an easy layup. But then again, it's like if the original creators aren't involved, will it be as weird and will it be as striking and as good? Right. But I'm just thinking, like you know, Lynch is an artist and loves messing around in different like mediums if you, watch the, if you watch season three literally it's a it's a show and then a music video for no good reason at the end <laughs> of every episode and uh so he plays he, he dabbles in music he dabbles in movies why not be like i'll collaborate with somebody you know like yeah. oh grant freaking morrison we'll both take shrooms together and we'll make this crazy ass prequel series that's, that's how like you a, do it like a sequel to fire walk with me that like in that fills in the 25 years between season two and season three because there's a lot of missing stuff in there and twin peaks gets really messed up and ruined as a result of swapping so i'd like to see that man i like that a lot actually yeah get lynch a creator who is his like spiritual sibling right understands it and then tell him like no man it's comics you can do whatever you want you don't got to deal with actors you don't got to deal with anything everything that was too expensive in your mind to bring to life we got artists man they can draw that shit yeah there's no sound though and i know you're like absurd obsessed with sound since you can tell in every episode it says sound direction by david lynch i'm like yeah. oh my god you were in charge of the sound yeah uh that's okay you can make a spotify list for it that's oh not my it. god he would love to do that Are you kidding me he's like i generated all this noise on page three hit this button yeah i uh, think he would actually be super fucking into that <laughs> actually yeah what a what a web quest that would be to have to freaking read that comic book <laughs> uh the captain coon not the film franchise but idw has tremendous luck with comic based on gi joe transformers and rom the space night so i've heard years. yeah yes uh, idw has done that idw pretty much was that ghostbusters as well where yeah. it's like it's it's franchises that have every right to exist or have every right to be resurrected but because of studios or ownership mm. or actors or any other mitigating circumstance uh, can't or won't return. You get this comic book, boom, everything's exactly as it was. You could literally resurrect. 
the Ghostbuster series, for example, it's like a continuation of the movies, but like in a very cracked mirror version. Yeah. But Dan's art allows you, you could do a resurrection of the cartoon show's universe. Yeah. And just extend that and deepen that. Like you could, and I don't think they ever really did. They went to that universe and you've seen those versions of those characters. Right, right. But they never just went real Ghostbusters comic book series where it's like, just like you remember the show to be, but it isn't as hokey and it grows with you. That's see, I would have put money that they would have done that at this point. That's weird that they didn't choose to do that. Very, very. Also, uh, you know, J.M. Straczynski wrote some of that show, and yeah. I'm sure he'd love to jump in and write some of those issues. Uh, Paul Dini, too. A lot of writers we really love cut their teeth on that show back in yeah. the day, who again would probably love to return to it. Uh speaking of IDW, we can't mention IDW without mentioning Turtles, which Turtles yeah. has always been around and it's always been popular, but IDW made it big and popular again to where people are like, Joel, are you reading Turtles? You got to see what these yeah. Turtles are all about. I'm like, really? We're into Turtles? Okay. Yeah, no, uh, Turtles began in comics. Uh, I'm sure that Eastman and Laird, they love comic books and mm. they love they, they love what they love and they made those comics uh, to be comic books. But they also, they, they took that check. They took those checks and they yeah. were in on it being a multimedia franchise. But they never left. You can meet Kevin Eastman when you're, you know, ready, uh, when everything's ready. Like, I met Kevin Eastman at least twice. Mm. I have, like, drawings and, like, signatures by him. And I never thought, as a kid, if you told me I'd get to meet 50% of the creators of Ninja Turtles, <laughs> I'd be like, no way. You know, he's got to be like Howard Hughes. Like, he has yeah. no, <laughs> you have no access to him. Uh, no, he loves comics that much. And it's like they both have loved the medium so that the turtles have never kind of left. Uh, no, there, there was that dark period during image, but like mm. they never quite left. And it was always the best place for them unless you're, you know, in your 30s. Uh, <laughs> but it's a it, the comics allow you to have this concept of teenage mutant ninja turtles mm -hmm. and make it. And, and, and decomplicate it, you know, like when they were making the Michael Bay movie, you know, they're like, or both of them, you know, they're like, oh, how do we make it work? Because it's going to be live action when they were making the 90s movies and they were like, OK, we got to get Jim Henson to like yeah. develop new technology to make it work. Like, why? Just draw it. No one's going to complain. And, and, and of course, as you said, like the comic book series, which I've read, is just phenomenal. And like all the concepts we talked about grows with the audience mm. and deepens it take takes the material you knew and makes it a little like more updated modernized yeah. and and in a way where you know you, you talk about like adult comics or like mature readers books mm. you know you know but it's got boobs and it has like this cursing and stuff like no turtles is just it grew so you're just like oh these are more mature themes that maybe yeah. i wouldn't have noticed as a kid or the whole episode's dedicated to like Splinter being lost, you know, and it's like, would this be a good episode of the show? Sure. If I was in my twenties and thirties watching it, would I, if I was nine, maybe not, it'd be boring, but as a comic yeah. book, that's, that's what I crave. Is they also even go back and try and rectify and try and do new spins on stuff that fans hate. Like, Hey, what if there was a lady turtle and right. what if it was good? Right. Yeah. No, it, comics allow you to explore every nook and cranny that, every other inferior uh, medium fails to a capture. They, their reach exceeded their, their grasp with Venus de Milo. Yeah. Uh, in every respect, they did it for the worst reasons. It, they had the lowest bidder making those suits. 
and the worst writers and it made no sense but they um, crossed over with the power rangers in space though and i will never forget but that is that. pretty cool <laughs> man how have we not I, I know you and i like toyed around with commentaries at one point we got to do that one at one point where we just I, sit down I don't even know what will happen i didn't watch any of those shows so i'd be like what is even this Oh, it'll it'll be a mind fuck for you. I promise. <laughs> you will you will be lost because they they go to space and like <laughs> the Rangers recognize the turtles, implying that they've always existed in the same universe. Oh my god, it's okay. Wacky. Uh, Ethan Ainsworth, uh, Mighty Joel returns. People ask me all the time what I'm doing, and it's depressing because what could I? What would I be doing? Halifax isn't vaxxed. Mm. Yeah, exactly. What could I be doing? What are you doing? I like that slogan. Halifax isn't fast. <laughs> uh, Luke Verillo would be great to see some comics that either around either the Matrix or Indiana Jones and what's going on with He-Man these days in comics. Mm. Not exclusively a movie franchise, but could be a comic. Those are on our list. Uh, specifically, all of those. Uh, I am going to say He-Man sp- to, to address He-Man first. Kevin Smith is working on a powerhouse animation studios. So I've heard produced he-man animated series for netflix i think that's like technically a continuation of the original like filmation show which is crazy to think yep uh it is not a true successor because oppenheimer isn't playing skeletor Mm. uh he is playing a character in that show interesting Um, and you know and it's gonna be more mature and you know grown up for everybody it's also like, not going to be connected to the she-ra universe despite the fact that it was she-ra success that got them thinking like hey people like these attorney and people we should do more with it maybe yeah yeah I, I never understood it's weird when they like separate things that are intrinsically connected like she-ra and prince adam are brother or brother and sister and uh you know when you separate them it's kind of like you know what the hell uh, with respect to the Matrix, you know, we are getting a Matrix 4. I think that no one who was working on the Matrix thought about comics. I think they no. were inspired by them. Definitely. But and I don't think anime. any of them were, like, aspiring to make a comic book tie-in for the Matrix. But I also think that it's a great place for it. Definitely, because again, just unbridled creativity. Do whatever you want. Create whatever you want within these 22 color pages. Right? And there are there are Matrix comic books, I yeah, should yeah, yeah. point out. And the Wachowskis were directly involved with them. Uh, Which is good. Yeah, no, but they used them. Like, the first one came out in 99, which is when the Matrix came out. So clearly mm. it was used as an opportunity to promote the book, or to Definitely. promote the, the movie. Um, even though it's like, why would you do that? It's a massive movie. Why, why would you use comic books to do that? But it's like, you know why? I think it's so that the Matrix would dominate every visual marketplace, right? And it kind of did for a bit. It did. There was a there was a soundtrack, movie, comic book, and video game. And yeah. the direct-to-DVD Animatrix. That's right. Yeah, multimedia juggernaut. And then it just went away, which is, I guess, what bad sequels do to you. You lose your cultural footing. Damn right. Uh, but but what a great opportunity, you know, if because it, it took forever to, for them to get Matrix 4 even like close to being developed. If during the period when no one was talking about Matrix, you quietly and clandestinely built an unbelievable Matrix book. Yeah. Because then people be like, dude, 
have you read the matrix and it's like <laughs> no <laughs> no you should but be. you should because it's freaking unbelievable i i feel the matrix too maybe falls into that same category as mad max and where it's like so many people have ripped this off for so long after this yeah. does it even really belong to itself anymore or is it just like a genre unto itself now like oh, he's doing the matrix thing okay yeah. that's cool i think the matrix is distinct enough like avatar to have it to, to kind of like elbow its own room into mm. the in, into the culture I, I think that you could explore that because you could do spin-off series you could do uh you know like dedicated stuff like not even going to zion you know just just addressing the programs people right. you know when 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 uh, the oracle talks about werewolves and vampires yeah are you, are you shitting me like like really or, <laughs> or are you gonna show me that shit are you gonna show me like program vampires that are attacking humans like don't tease me and then don't do it <laughs> do they become vampires do they think if you if you turn a human into a vampire in the matrix and then you wake them up out of the matrix do they still think they're a vampire like these are the these, are the, these are the questions that the matrix comic book series could answer absolutely uh, and you figure too you know with the glut of young up-and-coming writers now who are probably inspired by the matrix back totally. in the day i'm i'm sure they have old fan fiction pitches that they could turn into real actual cool canon stories and especially now as again we said before, you know, we live in a world of such high technology yep. with Internet culture being more popular than it's ever been before and everything with themes of transhumanism being, you know, explored in so many of our other favorite arts out there. You mean yep. no, no one's got anything for this to say. We right. got to wait for that fourth movie, <laughs> which there's no way it's going to be nearly as cool as a Matrix comic book made by the children who were born out of the Matrix. Because let me tell you something. There are some artists who work in the movie industry, the comic book industry, every industry, who were directly inspired by the visuals from the Matrix. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it be cool to see what today's young best and brightest, or even just the older best and brightest who yeah. were inspired, who like adapted a whole new style and apply that to something as old and busted as the Matrix? <laughs> Big agree. Uh, apropos of indiana jones indiana jones was a comic book series but not like an ongoing series no indiana jones was a series that kind of just like you had chapters like throne of atlantis or whatever or yeah. i don't remember what that was called but like there's a bunch of, of the them. dragon emperor they're not very good no they're not which is weird because again indiana jones is something that inspires so many people and so many of our favorite things why does indy himself suffer yeah in that way you know what the best indiana jones adaptation is jackie chan adventures the cartoon where they literally <laughs> just turn jackie chan that's his job he's indiana jones he's got MacGuffins. he's got to find he's got rambunctious sidekicks like literally yes. that's just indiana jones yeah uh good pull for jackie chan adventures um indiana jones should be and here's my pitch a marvel ongoing series like alien and predator yeah it fits just just here just treat it like conan literally just give it to any hungry authors who work in your bullpen who are who, who would love to do it i cite literally everybody and you just give them you treat it kind of like the legends of the dark knight series where it's like mm. you get six issues and you can keep going if you want but like you get a six issue arc so we have trades just just boom 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 can you imagine like the shells just full of six to twelve issue volumes of Indiana Jones movie pitches. 
that's like pretty freaking good any of them would be better than the last movie and, and because you can screw around in time you can do any era there where any it's like era. hey he's hanging out with short round in this one again we learn a little bit more about him hey yes. it's old yeah it's old man indiana jones now we can do that it's all this it's indiana jones in the war it's all this other stuff literally you you could go back to the young Indiana jones chronicles you could do a sequel to uh to to temple of doom like there's so much potential there the war, I love that. Like any of those. And just, they're just arcs. And they, it doesn't, there's no like, you know, necessarily, like Conan, it's not like it goes in a direction. You know, it's no, like any yeah. any period, any time. It doesn't matter. It's just, here's here's his story. Here's where he is right now. Uh, uh, similarly, on the same note as that one I put down on here. Yeah, yeah. Again, another thing I'm shocked they haven't done anything with this yet. Uh, Westworld huh. as a concept. Not even any of the characters. The park. Yes. as a concept imagine all the stories you could tell in the park and how messed up the world outside the park is again give it to some hungry science fiction writers and be like okay get to tell your story what would you do in a wild west theme park where rich and powerful people come to live out their worst darkest you know fantasies as you know seen through the prism of the american west or the other parks because it's not just westworld right no there's yeah i i stopped watching westworld after i think season one i was just like ah, i'm good this is just cool <laughs> this is just cool enough i'm good uh but where they where uh danny newton escapes and she sees like all yeah. the other parks you're like oh there's like a there's like a samurai westworld are you freaking kidding me and East a viking world? world and a world war ii world and like a british colonialism world too i would really like to see that explore what's like what what kind of person would want to come here what kind of person is this their fantasy? Right? Yeah. And let me ask you this. Did they ever explore them in the show? Yes, they did, actually. We got to see quite a few of them in the few seasons. And then for season three, we left it completely. It's like, okay, the parks are screwed up. What does the world look like? And oh, wow, it's even more dystopian and cyberpunk than you could possibly think. That's kind of cool. Okay, I'll have to check I, it out. I really like Westworld. People, as soon as they left the park, they're like, man, I don't like this show anymore. I'm like, no, now it's actually even more interesting. And also the original Westworld movies and books and everything didn't stay in the park either. No, of course. Apropos of parks, Jurassic Park needs mm. some kind of shepherding from people. And it, it frustrates me because every time you see like, a jurassic world or whatever it's just like you know well one of the criticisms is it's stupid and it's like yeah it is stupid and you only have like two and a half hours to tell the story about like stupid people <laughs> doing stupid things in a stupid park and it's like jurassic park was a book series yes, you it could was. you could start out by just doing a like a, a dark tower comic book adaptation of michael crichton's jurassic park and just yeah. be like, here's the books uh now the books are you know what they are uh lost world notwithstanding but like you could also just you could go from the movies and be like, OK, we're setting into the movie universe. Here it is. And just and just go from there and go like, we don't need to tie ourselves in with Jurassic Park or Jurassic World. Like, we'll just go off the off the beaten path and go nuts with this. Jurassic Park has depth and character and and and, just, and dinosaurs, something that yes. artists love drawing. And it's they like, sure do. dude, where is that? Now, there was one in the 90s from Topps Comics. It was horrible. Mm -hmm. uh and uh, but it did explore it did do the thing i'm asking uh, it had spin-off series it had yeah. like a book just about the raptors <laughs> uh but like there, there's there's opportunity there and jurassic park's one of those things where it's like look you're probably gonna get diminishing returns on these jurassic park movies and shows because i watched a little bit of that jurassic park netflix show which is for children oh yeah the animated one there was also a telltale game too yes yes there was uh the game's better than the show the show is cute enough but like 
the comic book can save Jurassic Park in the mm-hmm. hearts and minds of people who love it. Because there's things, there's people who go see a Jurassic Park movie. Yes. And then there's Jurassic Park fans. Yes. You give them the comic book because it's just like Turtles, where it's like it's something that like they grew up on that grows with them that is dope. And mm-hmm. it's something that True. they're like, just like Alien and Predator fans, where it's like, why don't you just do the comic book why do you think you have to be creative you're terrible at this <laughs> what if the dinosaurs were super weapons in a creepy beady wong mansion we're literally we're we are one more movie away from dinosaur men <laughs> yeah, i promise right. you the next movie will have dinosaur men chris pratt is dinosaur man <laughs> right he will inject himself with the with the formula with dino dna and he'll become a raptor man. We call it a manosaur. Oh my god. Luke Varillo says, uh, also, can Disney just please hand gargoyles over to Marvel Comics? Please. I'd love to see Goliath team up with Black with Blade and Midnight Suns one of these days. Oh my god. I don't even want them in the Marvel Universe, but that'd be freaking awesome. Are you kidding me? Disney's weird boneheaded refusal to do anything with the Gargoyles franchise yeah. has always read as petty to me. Like, who did Wiseman piss off in the upper <laughs> echelons of that company where they're like, no, you will never get it back. We will let it collect dust because fuck you. That's yeah. why. There was a comic book for uh, Gargoyles, which was Wiseman worked on it. And I think it continued the season. It did. It was in canon. Yeah, uh, from from slave labor graphics, so I don't think it exists anymore. No. Uh, so who owns that? Hopefully Disney, uh, which means give it to IDW and have them make a baller-ass Ninja Turtles-esque Gargoyles book. Again, if it can work for Power Rangers, it can work for Gargoyles, and Gargoyles already holds up, so you don't Gargoyles, have to try too hard. Gargoyles is one of those things where it's like, it's pretty much as good as you remember. Like, you can show that to anybody, and they'll be like, this is a pretty dope show. Yeah. I can't believe they got away with making this show. And the merch you could get off the back oh and the God. nostalgia boom you could get off the back. Like, imagine if we saw the tweet tomorrow, 2021, Gargoyles is back. Yep, that's it. I mean, come on, Dizzy, you're rebooting everything else you own. Why not this? Yeah, yeah. You, you can't just leave all of your possible reboots to the people who invented the new DuckTales show. Because it's I over know. now. You can't just work it all in there. <laughs> God, God bless those DuckTales people. It's like, we're going to put it all in here. The entire Disney afternoon, we are the grand unified theory. It all exists, <laughs> and it's all real within the borders of this universe. Yep. Uh, Scarlet Hottie, whenever licensed comics and comic adaptations of films are brought up, my mind immediately goes to the issue of Avengers and Fantastic Four versus Godzilla. Oh, no. Yep, that's a book. I've seen it. It is ridiculous. <laughs> um, but I think you can do, I think we can do better. <laughs> than that uh that concept hilarious ridiculous not terribly well executed but like yeah uh we've seen look if you want a more recent example how about the avengers versus attack on titan oh yeah that is a thing that exists isn't it why <laughs> i i mean i know why because manga because kaching but like it didn't work and also what you got me. Uh, speaking of large things, on that note of Godzilla, yeah. let me let me throw you this curveball here for a beloved nerd franchise that isn't really a franchise, but it's a cult hit all the same. The Iron Giant. Oh, you could get Brad Bird to just kind of like shepherd the book. Yeah. You and what I would want, I wouldn't even necessarily want like an ongoing series. What for the Iron Giant because it's such a beautiful. Uh, work of art that movie Definitely. and how it's so stylized and it's so specific oh, yeah. 
Um, I'd want it to be like oversized graphic novels, oh, like a storybook, nice. but it's also oh, like a ball like ass it. book. I just like, yeah. And and you need like a very specific style of art that like evokes the show, but is its own thing. And so it's not like you're just trying to copy the movie. I'd like to see a Gene Lewin Yang take a oh. crack at that. Because if you read Superman Smashes the Clan, felt very Iron Giant S, didn't it? In this retro Americana and everything. And I mean, yeah. the world of the Iron Giant implies so much more interesting stuff. It's like, well, did <laughs> the other giants come back to Earth and kill everyone? And did the good <laughs> Iron Giant have to fight them? And also, too, again, you know, let's let's just go crazy here. You could plot the Iron Giant concept down in the Marvel Universe, and it would make perfect sense. Yeah. The Iron Giant hit in America. He helped Captain America fight Hydra back in the day. So he's <laughs> like, don't worry, Iron Giant. I'll keep your secret. Dude, or you could do it in modern day. Dude, you kid. The thing is, Warner's owns Iron Giant, That's which is right, the Superman thing. But he, he he bumped elbows with the JSA, baby. Even better. Yeah, there you go. I like that. Right? It's just Al- like, Alan Scott. I love you, Iron Giant. I love you too, Alan Scott. Right? Uh, except then he'd kind of be like, you'd have to retcon a little bit because I think he's never seen a weapon before. He ah, that's sees right. Hogarth's gun. But like, anyway, it, it, it writes itself. But don't let it. Give it to somebody like Yang uh and and have it look just like just dope but make it big because it's supposed to be big it's hey, supposed to you be make it, make it black label sized oh my god yeah an iron giant black label book that's just like we just want it to be big there's no like profanity or anything <laughs> no it's just we just needed to be this size hey there's new people running the black label imprint now let's pitch it to them hey conroy you like this <laughs> idea you like, you like the iron giants right who doesn't like the iron giants <laughs> I, I don't know anybody uh the, either you love it or you don't know it uh, Cam says, why doesn't every dead superhero movie franchise have a comic? I'd rather see Tobey Maguire or Spider-Man pop up in a comic than the next goddamn MCU movie. I completely agree. I don't want a Spider-Verse movie in live action. I already got one in animation. And it looks great. And it was perfect as it perfect was. Perfect as it was. Don't try to do that again. Um, you know, the funny thing was, especially with Batman movies back in the day, um, Whenever a Batman movie was coming out, they made a comic book adaptation of the script. They did. And they're pretty awful, but uh, they also do, do their job. Uh, and the in, in the in the case of the Batman 89 movie, that adaptation looks spectacular. Yeah. I don't know why, but it's just so gorgeous. It's pretty. And of course, we're getting Superman 78 and Batman 89. Which blows my mind that it took them this long to do it, but they're doing it. Especially when we've seen pitches from notable comic book creators who are like, Batman 89, here you go. This is what I want to do with Harvey Dent from Billy D. Williams and stuff. <laughs> and they were like, no, we're not doing that. Uh, but now they finally are. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the comic book publishers, particularly the big two, are no strangers to doing adaptations of their own work or of, of movie versions of their own work you see all the time it's a bit of a rarity now yeah and it's really rare now uh we've seen them before uh i know that like in the mcu they did a couple of mcu tie-in comics that's books. right they did that was that was big for a bit i don't think i read a single one of them. i read zero a total zero of them uh but take that enthusiasm and your budget for that kind of concept mm. and put it into extending those franchises being like they're they're never gonna make that movie but they could do an ongoing that's way better than that movie sequel would ever have been true enough uh mina qwerty gotta get back to work but isn't warner brothers trying that fantastic beast franchise episodic harry potter could be cool keep up the great work great concept just yeah just, just harry potter 
in like, general, yeah. Take him away from J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Please, for the you know what you do? You take it and you give it to a trans or non-binary person to right. write, actually. Then it's like, okay, do you forgive Harry Potter now? Do you forgive the British Wizards? It's like, mm, perhaps. I mean, honestly, just Harry Potter is one of those things where it's like, it serialized fiction suits the concept. It you really throw does. away that horrible sequel play that's like supposedly in canon that I loathe. Oh, yeah. And just 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 continue the the series that's all anybody wants they just want to know what happened next like anybody else like any fan of anything and i would argue too even people care more about the school and the universe than they even do a lot of the characters so it's like hey harry Harry potter the next class everybody and it's just hey it's a whole new group of kids they find maybe we follow the hufflepuff house around (laughs) this time what was going on over there you don't know yeah, what's up with the Hufflepuffs? We we don't we know nothing about them. Hey, if you're gonna have an American company do it, maybe there's an American Wizarding World book. Hey, the uh, the Aurors, let's do that. Just come on, Magic Wizard Cops, right? Uh, <laughs> Magic Wizard Cops. Yes. I mean, I mean, that's what Harry wanted to be when he grows up, right? So, adult Harry Potter is now just John Constantine fighting wizard crime. Uh, I'll read that book. Uh, Matthew Rive says hi. Thank you. Uh, Fat Snorlax with an adorable moving gif. I do appreciate it, man. Um, Nick Smith, during his 10-year absence from cinema, the IDW Godzilla books, especially Rulers of the Earth and the ongoing series, were amazing new takes on the kaiju. Oh, yeah, that was uh, was Matt Frank, yes? No, maybe? I I don't know, but I I hear what you're saying because uh, I I only am familiar with the uh, Goes to Hell one, but I was aware, because I'm not a kaiju guy, but I do uh, remember there being Godzilla books long past the point where i was like why (laughs) yeah i I remember there was a year there when a bunch of people really wanted me to read the idw godzilla was like no they're great now they're amazing they're the best they've ever been they're like on a whole other like wavelength now exactly uh super pooper says uh they should do predator versus avatar predators in paradise (laughs) or whatever the planet was called pandora was the name of it close enough but whatever also i wish there were better robocop comics uh Mm. you know robocop's one of those things where it's like that should be an ongoing series from somebody who can do hard r-rated comic books because much like judge dread it should be a whole like crazy imprint i think robocop should just be done by 2000 ad at this point because which it's is fine by me, which is fine by me. Just give it to like hungry British creators who are just like, this is a send up of the American justice or the American police system is what we're. And again, especially now, really, you got nothing to say with RoboCop now. Of right. Yeah. Hey, crossover idea for you. RoboCop versus Maniac Cop. Oh, hey, hey. Um, Kevin Kruger, Underworld. Where's the Underworld yeah. series? Shocked. Uh, man- he also mentions jeepers creepers highlander and nightmare nightmare on elm street jeepers creepers i understand why they don't want to do anything with that because the guy in charge of it is a literal actual friggin convicted pedophile so that might be a problem uh as far as underworld goes man here's another thing i'm shocked they never did anything other than kevin grow the guy who plays the big built liking guy yeah. He's a comic book writer. Oh, Kevin Grievous, yes. Yeah, Grievous. He's a co- How have they not given it to him to write? He's in the movies. Yeah, no, that dude knows he would be able to write at like do it. Just just who cares? Uh also Highlander, yeah, Highlander, that's the that's the only place left for Highlander to go. There's been some Highlander comics. They're all right. There's been no like, <laughs> oh, what an amazing Highlander comic that was. No. Again, another concept I think people have stolen and stripped mind all the best ideas out of Highlander for that's other fair. stuff. Yeah, that's fair. And, and like the next great Highlander story won't be an official Highlander story. It'll be some indie comic that is similar to it. Right. 
uh, Swordfish 97, Mission Impossible comics. I mean, if you just want to pay the licensing rights to just do spy books, but call it Mission Impossible, the only reason I think to do that is to try and get people to buy it based yeah. on the name recognition alone. It's, it's a reverse Tom Clancy. We just took the name Mission Impossible and slapped it on there. Right. Mr. Giggles, can you guys uh, catch you guys in the replay driving to work? Good. Don't watch us during driving you know, yes, or listen to us. Uh, Nathan Berg, really enjoyed Dan interviewing you, Sal. Hey, Joel. Thank you hey. very much, Nathan. Uh, Girk Pectus, Buckaroo Banzai could be a great comic, but only if it continues the joke and just makes the movie more confusing, explaining nothing, no backstory. I I'm glad they mentioned, because I thought of Buckaroo Banzai too, and I'm like, mm, see, comedies are rough, especially something so referential yeah. and meta as Buckaroo Banzai, unless they really, like, Venture Brothers lean into the fact that they're a comic now, and they yes. used to be a movie. That's the only way you could do it. That I, I, I agree. Uh, I agree with that wholesale. Uh, there are a couple of those where that where that's the case where it's like um, i love it but it's rough uh, another horror pitch for you here hannibal not yeah. not just silence of the lands but like that hannibal show specifically that everyone right. loved and never got a sequel i don't know if you watched that show but literally by no. the end it, it was a goddamn marvel show by the end apparently <laughs> by by the logic of this show being a serial killer and being a psychopath means you can sense other serial killers and psychopaths <laughs> in the hannibal does that several times mm, i sense a disturbance in the force and he's basically a sith trying to corrupt will graham to the dark side and i'm like that is super dumb <laughs> it is but it's awesome in the show I, I, and every week there's a new colorful serial killer they need to kill uh, mm -hmm. I shit you not. There was a guy who wore an elaborate bear suit with like a hydraulic <laughs> jaw. And I'm like, he's a goddamn Spider-Man villain. There's right. a fucking Spider-Man. That's villain. the Grizzly. It literally, it was the Grizzly. I'm like, oh my god, that sucks. <laughs> it does, but it's great. Imagine if they dropped Hannibal in the Marvel universe and like Moon Knight and Frank Castle need to come to him for help. And it's like, ah, yes, Spider-Man. Oh, Frank would just put a bullet between his eyes. That's the problem there. It's like, mm, I'm not uh, I'm not upset that you're bad, Frank. I'm upset that you're... Oh, what were you going to say? I was sloppy? Oh, now you're, you're dead. dead. <laughs> You've been dead. I killed you 10 minutes ago. Yeah, we don't, we don't deal with that shit here in no. Marvel land. <laughs> Uh, cash money in the bank. Uh, thank you very much for your support, dude. That's incredibly generous of you. He says a few off the top of my head that studios desperately need to turn into franchises, but have no idea how oceans 11. Mm. I'd read a, I'd read one issue of that to see how it goes. Give uh, it to like a Greg Rucka or something. Yes. Uh, the matrix. Yep. Uh, national treasure. That'd be kind of fun. It's kind uh, of silly and kind of awesome. It falls into the same position as like Indiana Jones. Yep. I love independence day. That's a great idea. Independence day. It, yeah. Cause that sequel is one of the worst things I've seen in the theaters in a long time. Mm. Uh, the big gotcha is you have to trust the studio not to throw the ideas away. Disney threw away the Star Wars Extended Universe before even making a, a, a sequel trilogy. Yeah, they threw all that away, then made their sequel trilogy, which no one likes. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, ultimately, yeah, but not enough. Not to be like, not enough to defend it. Like, I, I like Rebels more. That was part of, course, of the new thing. Everything else is better. Clone Wars is better. Rebels is better. Uh, the Mandalorian's better. Everything else is better than those movies. Um, but yes, I, I agree. Uh, you know, with the thing is with the with the studios, just let them, just let them sign the check. You know, mm. or or take the check because for them it's like, oh, I don't know. I don't regard the studios. Don't care. They don't regard comic books. No. So you get to sneak by and make something really freaking dope. As often happens, yeah. 
Uh, Girk Pectus, A Snow Crash is a graphic novel that inspired The Matrix. Could make oh, a great yeah. Matrix comic story. It's about a guy who creates a drug you take in The Matrix, gets you high in real life, to creates mm. a cult. Nice. Like, uh, likewise with uh, Neuromancer and yes. uh, Pondsmith Cyberpunk, which also all kind of seem to be drinking from the same well back then. They have Cyberpunk comics out now, and I'm like, man, yeah. they should have been making these forever ago. Right? Uh, Mitchell, uh, hey guys, love the show. Keep up the good work. How about some comics in the Blade Runner universe? Mm. Yes, there one might came be out this potential. week. Actually, what's that? I said Did one it... came out this week, didn't it? Blade Runner Origins. I think that's out right now. Oh, nice. Well, there you have it. Um, yeah, there was one in 2019 that came out, uh, and yeah, it looks like there's a there was a Marvel comic super special for Blade Runner. <laughs> um, yeah. There's a blade. There's a oh yeah. There's a Blade Runner 2049 book, uh, Blade Runner 2019 from Michael Green. Mm. Yeah, there's there's a plenty of them, but I would love to see that world explored further. You call it Blade Runner 2099, and it's O'Hara there. Oh my god! To, you have to mess around. It's like no, the what is it? The replicants are actually life model decoy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cliff Hopkins helping us out. Thank you very much, Cliff. Uh, Young Goku over 9,000. Why are people shocked and mad that Warner Brothers is not making another Justice League movie in the Snyderverse? Ray Fisher's out, and so is Cavill and Batfleck. The movie was cool, but they clearly have plans for the future and are not, are not going back because they like it and they want to see it continue. And uh, they didn't have a say in it because they had they never were never given the thing they wanted in the first place mm. to be able to say whether or not they wanted it with their money. So they feel an ownership over it. And so they're upset. Like, I mean, it, you, you, you can, you can not like it. You can like it, but don't be surprised mm. that people are vehemently defending something that they like. And um, again, I'm, I've always been of the mind. It was never about the movie. It was never yeah. about Snyder. It was about several other things that they're using the movie and the movement as an umbrella for, but that's, you know, a whole mm. other conversation. <laughs> yes. That's very different. Uh, but thank you for your support, man. Uh, Cliff Hopkins, I would love it if Starship Troopers got a comic book series. <laughs> dude, great opportunity. Again, dude, Starship Troopers, give it to 2000 AD and let them just send it up. You know what you do with Starship Troopers, too? Again, you lean into the whole parody aspect of it. And, like, this is a comic written by, like, the evil military machine. Yes! Oh, my God! A it's a propaganda prop book! It's literally a propaganda book, like, from World War II. Like, hey, give them bugs hell, boys! Oh, my God. That's a good one. Uh, Rob K, always hope, always hoping old cartoons cancel too soon. Come back. Look at you, Pirates of the Dark Water. One yeah, day, man. man. Pirates of the Dark Water. SWAT cats. Uh, hell. Yeah, right? SWAT cats. Titan I, Maximum. I, I, yes, yes. Exo Squad. Exo Squad, there's another good one. Megas yeah. XLR, which apparently that dude, they keep, they, keep, they keep threatening him that he'll be able to do something within the future, and then it never happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about uh, the Zeta Project? Where's this book? Oh, man, how has Zeta not been folded in to the greater DC universe? If I was a writer, like, Arc 1, okay, Joel, hey, what are you going to be writing for us? Okay, so, and then the Zeta robots, get, wait, did you just say Zeta? Nope, nope, didn't say anything like that. Yeah, I put him in. Yeah, they're going in there, though. Uh, Girk Pectus, uh, in the DuckTales finale, there was a gargoyle scene with Keith David. Uh, oh. They set up for years. No one noticed it was gargoyles. <laughs> I know they did. I love that, that they're just like, no, no, we're just doing this and gummy bears and tailspin and everything else. Yep. It's, it's all here. Yeah. Uh, Speed Vescu Gremlins. Mm. I, I would read an issue of a Gremlins book. Gremlins is one of those things where, like, 
it's about the puppetry. It's about yes, the it effects. It's not necessarily about it's the story. It's a creature feature. It's a creature feature. Uh, but I do. But listen, like they're making a Mugwai cartoon show, so all bets are off. Anything can happen. Ron six seven five one. What do you think of the Jason Bourne? What do you think of Jason Bourne comics? I was never I, that big into the Bourne series, honestly. Either I could not care less about Jason Bourne or okay. what, what he doesn't remember. I respect it's a series. I respect that people really like it. I laugh that they tried to do one with Renner that didn't work, and they're yeah. like, "Okay, we're sorry about that." Okay, never mind. We got Matt. Uh, I mean, listen, if there's an audience for it, I'd say go for it. But like, you know, if, if, if any comic book writer that's like, I got a spy story. I'm going to create a new character and I'm going to make, Can you make it about Jason Bourne or making it uh, likewise for the fast and the furious franchise where it's like, yes. I think people see this cause they like the cars and they like the loud noise and everything. And I don't think you can really get that in the comic book form unless you're really good at drawing cars. Right. In which case, Hey, we, they got a job for you. The star three, six, one have to catch you guys on the replay, but I'd love to see a suburban commando yeah. prequel <laughs> sequel series. Like the potential it would be amazing. Yeah. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> that's that's the old Hulk Hogan movie. Suburban oh, Orlando. that's funny. Yeah, okay. See, I was gonna. I thought you were thinking of Thunder in Paradise. Oh well, I mean that too. Also, I mean actually, that's the thing. You do the Hulkiverse where it's all oh, the different characters he's played. <laughs> you know, uh, what is it? Santa with muscles. Yeah. Uh, Mister Nanny, and they all have to come yep. together to fight a big threat. Totally. Totally. Hey, where's the Knight Rider comic book? Yeah, what's they have tried to remake Knight Rider on television like a hundred times now. Like, give it the fuck up. It was yep. it, it barely worked the first time. <laughs> oh, I have a friend who's watching the show who would be very upset to hear that. But I still think Knight Rider would be a great comic book. Um, By which I mean it was lightning in a bottle. You can't do talking car again. Exactly. I mean, I mean, especially in a day and age when we all have AIs on our phone. I can talk to Siri right now. Yeah, but she doesn't sound like Mr. Feeney. Mm, fair. Uh, lame works. The Fifth Element. I don't even like that movie. <laughs> Dude, Ethan hates that movie. And I will tell you this. I would. I, I think a, th a Fifth Element comic book is a great idea, especially if you want to mm. go like full black side with it, make it a European style oh. oversized book. Oh, you're speaking oh. the language right now, Sal. Uh, Nick Smith Rambo was the latest Mortal Kombat, was in the latest Mortal Kombat game. Sure have, DLC, have DC just make a series about that. Also, uh, Doctor Strange and Displaced Indiana Jones Search for the Darkhold. <laughs> that is a that is a solid you pitch. Know, I, I hate that that Rambo idea actually makes a lot of sense now when you actually go back and watch First Blood. And you're like, oh, this is like a serious yeah. like story here about a real thing. And like there's actual depth and pathos and tragedy here. Yeah. And yet to see Rambo become this fucking Flanderized cartoon character. Yes forever till eventually the last wet fart of his final mover i'm like yeah sure whatever make him make him a co comic character make it rambo and the forces of freedom where he's running around <laughs> fighting not cobra sure yeah uh stuart mcnally can't stay long hope you're both taking care of yourselves still amazed that comics essentially kept aliens and predator franchises going and that's the idea stuart thank you very much man uh that's the idea is that like these like some of these comics even if like a fraction of the movie going audiences go and buy them keep these franchises alive in people's mind and in their in their eyes they're seeing it oh you know what i never forgot about this thing because here it is and these stories they permeate the culture and they permeate your your psyche and you're like i remember this thing being awesome and the, so you have a higher degree of expectations of that franchise 
Yeah, uh, no doubt. Storm King mentions the Knight Rider comic crossing over with the Bionic Man using Knight Incorporated as the background between the two. It's a stretch, but interesting. Dude, no, there's a there's plenty of opportunity to make There's an audience for that. There is an audience, and I know him, and he would buy it in a heartbeat. <laughs> as long as you could work the Duke's Hazard in there, he'd be, he'd be Oh, my God. The star back to say one more before I go to work, even though I'm sure I'm the only one who remembers the Arena comic book series, also Running Man. Oh, yeah, Running Man. That's a killer premise because every issue, every arc is just a different group of people going through the deadly game show. And you could make new hunters and you could update stuff. It could be yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, Ashton Jackal, Critters or Ghoulies. Mm. That's one of those things where I think it's about the puppets. I think it's about creature the creature feature. feature. Yeah. I don't know if people want to watch, like want to read about that. But listen, if you have a dynamite comic book pitch about like puppets that eat people, then bring back Hobgoblins. Uh, mm. London Wesley, Pacific Rim has a ton of potential for a Power Rangers or Turtle style ongoing. Yeah, that's, that's true. weird that there isn't like an ongoing Pacific Rim. I kept saying it would be perfect for an animated series. It just got that Netflix anime a couple weeks ago and I haven't yeah. even sat down and watched it. I should because it's like a pretty good premise. Yeah, two yeah. pilots have to work together. The closer you get as characters, the better your giant robot fight. Right. Uh, there was a Pacific Rim comic book series called Tales from Year Zero from Fialkov and uh, Marcos Mars. Right. Uh, that was a four issue series. So there is a there is a precedent for it. I uh, I like Pacific Rim, too, because it means Charlie Hunnam gets to keep working. Yeah, I like the first one i didn't even bother with the second one i the second one isn't as good as the first one i hear it's horrible it's it's not good they make some real like ooh, that was a big choice that i do not appreciate like charlie day ends up becoming the, the bad villain. guy yeah i'm like what no uh speed vesco back to say black and white universal monsters comic more with modern mm -hmm. sensibilities but intentionally theatrical tone dig it it's balancing a lot of ideas but i think there's potential there that those that Bloomhouse Invisible Man movie where it's like, man, if you guys could keep doing this for other Universal monsters, I think you might be onto something. Here. Right, but that's in the movies. But I yeah. agree. Uh, FF Jamie ninety four isn't Fifth Element just the Inkle? I mean, you know, in its own way. I there, there's there's a there's a style and there's a character uh, element in uh, Fifth Element that like people want to see return. Mm. Uh, Cash money returns. So I don't know of how we collectively brainstormed for a whole hour without landing on the obvious answer. A Paul Blart <laughs> mall cop ongoing. Yes. Yes. Hell, make a happy Madison interconnected comic book oh universe. Oh my God. Where Billy Madison and little Nicky and little all Nicky, of these Billy characters. Madison, uh, happy Gilmore, Paul Blart, mall Blart, uh, Dirt, uh, Joe Dirt. Uh, is Joe Dirt crap. happy Madison too? I mean, I'm sure it's it is. David Spade. David Spade. So sure. Lassa Garden, dig it. I cannot believe they made a sequel to that for streaming many years later. It's like, hey, Jill, are you going to watch Show Dirt? Fuck no. <laughs> no, man. No. But I'm not going to lie, though. Like when it was on cable endlessly on Much Music back in the day, I watched it quite a lot. So I could probably quote whole scenes of the original Show Dirt. That's my mutant power, everyone. <laughs> One day that's going to help me with my Joe Dirt trivia. <laughs> Uh, Tevi wants to see Turbo Teen come back as a comic book. Yeah, mm. I mean, like, I don't know anybody who remembers that 1984 animated series, but the like, car, yeah. <laughs> well, but and again, another car. But uh, you know, maybe I'll have to ask Dan if he uh, if he if he thinks that's a good idea. Uh, I know somebody mentioned uh, Django. I feel like I might have skipped him, and I apologize if I did. Well, yeah, I mean, but, uh, there was Django, a Django Kill comic. Bill. Yeah, yeah. Where's the Quentin Tarantino 
the Tarantino verse or the red a- or the, the red apples universe. Comic. Yeah. Of comics is again, where it's like, look, you might not be able to make that third kill bill movie, but you could probably make a pretty cool comic out of it. Right. The Vega brothers get a comic book since you can't possibly do a Vega brothers movie Do it now, but you're absolutely right. Have the, you know, untold Vega brothers movie. Yeah. See like the, just, but as we talked for an hour, there's been like, there's endless potential. And I know there are publishers out there who either have like automatically have the rights and they don't even know it or mm-hmm. would pay through the nose to get them to be able to tell the story and tell these concepts. Uh, and I think that's at the end of the day, comic books are that bridge between movies and books that tell mm-hmm. that visual medium and tell a story using art and writing to give you the thing that you crave desperately. Sometimes it's an original project, something that just, just, just clicks with you and you'll never forget it. And other times it's that thing that clicked with you in the, in the theater that because of the nature of the business of the movie industry can never exist again. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I mean, we got, like somebody mentioned in the chat, we got a fight club sequel. It's right. Comic. You did. I forgot about that. Yeah. So there's plenty of potential. Uh, so we want to thank you all so much for your support and uh, for, for being here, for hanging out with us, for welcoming us to the return of Elseworlds Exchange. Yeah. Uh, we will see you in another uh, little bit. But of course, if you want more, make sure to subscribe. And if you are in the position to help us grow, go to patreon.com slash comic pop, where Joel and I are going to do one more little chat and then uh, and then say happy trails. So uh, see you over there. And otherwise, uh, make sure to subscribe to get more tomorrow. Back issues is back. Uh, and we'll see you guys then. Uh, I'm Sal. I'm Joel. So long, everybody. Bye-bye.